the importance of the woman's voice in all aspects of the work we choose to do. Your experience facing and overcoming adversity is actually one of your biggest advantages. Out of the huts of history, shame, I rise. What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. Up from a past rooted in pain. Magnificent morning, folks, and thank you for listening to Her Story Podcast. Her is an acronym for heroic, empowering, and resilient. And this is a self-improvement, self-acceptance, and women empowerment podcast. My main purpose is to encourage, empower, and motivate all women by highlighting their personal stories of triumph over adversity. Each of us has a story. Maybe it's an illness, a financial burden, or a dead-end job. In general, unforeseen circumstances can make you feel isolated or alone. When you feel like you've hit rock bottom, it does not mean that it is the end of your story. It is within the darkest nights we produce the brightest stars. There are women out there who have gone through the very same barriers you're facing today, and they didn't give up. In fact, they used their difficulties to mold them into strong and resilient women. And if they can break through their hardships, so can you. Because you are her. Heroic, empowering, and resilient. Great morning, good people. It is Jay Jameson with Her Story Podcast. Her is an acronym for heroic, empowering, and resilient. And today I have with me Vyrie. Vyrie is a certified transformational life and widow coach, two-time author, and TV host of Widowed and Winning, airing on the CW, Fox, and WSFL TV. Vyrie uses her expertise and experience with loss as a widow herself, abuse and trauma to help others rediscover their life's purpose. Vyrie, welcome to Her Story Podcast. Thank you so much, Jay, for having me. Yes, so excited to have you this morning. I'm really, really, you know, excited and intrigued just to learn more about who you are and your life's experiences and how they have really shaped you into the strong, resilient woman that you are today. So, Vyrie, before we go in depth detail about your story, just tell us a little about yourself and where are you currently located? Sure. So, I am located in Maryland right now. I'm originally from New York City, <laughs> and I'm excited just to be alive, right? I have so much in my background, but right now, I am a remarried widow, um, of a mother of three, and I'm born to inspire, I'm born to help rebuild women and men their, their lives from trauma to being triumphant, right? And just showing them how you can live beyond all the things that you've been through in your life. Yes, how you can live beyond all the things that you've experienced within your life. And I'm so happy that you said that, you know, typically in the intro of her story, I say that, you know, these difficulties mold us into the strong and resilient women that we are, right? And so when we are faced with adversity and barriers and things happen, we don't stop, we pivot and we build from (laughs) those things. And so her, again, it focuses on women of color turning their barriers or setback into triumphs in, in hopes of inspiring others. And I know at an early age, you were faced with certain adversities in the foster care system. Yeah. And so can you please expound on this experience and how it impacted your youth or adolescent years? 
So, you know, growing up, I don't want to tell too much of my story because I want you guys to get the book, but growing up in foster care under the kinship, right? And so my mom left when I was two years old. She left me and my three brothers with my grand aunt, which is my father's side. And growing up in the system was traumatizing in itself because when my grand aunt would leave, to go out of town, I would have to stay in foster homes, right? And staying in those homes, they really didn't care about the individual. They just mainly cared about the money. And that was my perspective. That was my experience. And so in regards to caring about just the money, they really didn't take care of the child. And so I experienced abuse. I experienced molestation. I experienced so many things in the foster care system. And I'm a true advocate for children that are actually aging out because that is the moment that I pivoted to say, you know what, although this was my life, I still have hope. I still have a future. And so when I aged out, I became pregnant with my son in college. And, you know, they give you a check and they say, go your way. You know, there's, there's nothing else that we can help you with. And so I went to college, I got my degree, and I just really was like, although this is the trauma that I face, I really desire to help adolescents pivot in their life to, say, to show them that you can still survive. You can still go to college. You can still be that person that you always dreamed of. Yes, I love that. Because that advice is truly needed. Because we know within our communities, it's often ignored. We don't really expound on it. We don't have those conversations. Unfortunately, I've had conversations with other women, with people close to me as well, about similar stories, right? But they didn't feel comfortable enough to share it with others. Or they were in a situation where the abuse may have happened home in home or at, with a close family member. And they were just simply afraid to tell their parent or an adult that was close to them. And then there was different situations where folks didn't necessarily believe them. And so you being yeah. really open and being vulnerable and being transparent, it's so needed when people are faced with such relatable experiences. And in doing and so... And I think there's a, go I ahead. Think there's a shame that comes along with it. Right? Yes, yes. Um, in not sharing, it's like not only will they not believe me, but I feel ashamed that I'm even in the situation that I'm in. I'm ashamed that I may have put myself in a position to be abused, right? Although it had nothing to do with them because I know I've experienced that shame. I can't tell my story because people are going to judge me. They're going to look at me less than what I really am. So I think there's a sense of shame that goes with that. But when you begin to tell your story and that her story behind it, it gives you a sense of freedom. It frees you from the, the chains that have been holding you for so long of abandonment, of rejection, and of that shame. So I don't know who's listening, but I encourage you, 
there's power in your story, and there's freedom that is connected to your story. Yes, there is power in your story, and there is freedom in sharing that story. And you really, you hit it specifically, you know, I was going to ask you, what would you tell a woman who is frightened Mm -hmm. or faced with abuse? But you've expounded on all those things. It is so powerful Mm -hmm. to share your story and to speak on these things, right? Because again, at times it can be something that is really taking over you as an individual. And when you're able to share and tell those story, again, there's this sense of freedom, a sense of relief and healing that's connected to all those things that are associated with storytelling. And again, in life in general, things happen, right? The unexpected happen. And you briefly shared within your bio a very hard topic. I think it's a, a topic that's hard to discuss and heal from. And mm-hmm. that's death. You know, it's it's final. It's inevitable. And it's really no way to prepare for it despite how it happened. However, you right. shared your story as a widower to help others heal to help them, empower them in such a way to get over a situation. So can you just share how have you been able to work through this and how you use that experience as a widower to help others experiencing the very same thing? So becoming a widow at the age of 30 with three young children, after feeling like I've been through hell and back and then finally finding your person, and then that person being snatched from you while you're in church ministering. Wow. And so I was angry at God for a long time. I was angry at the people that surrounded me. I was angry at my tribe. Not so much because it happened, but more so how it happened. And I know a lot of widows and widowers feel like, why did this happen to me? And so in my book, I discovered the why factor. Did I ever ask myself or even ask God, why did this have to happen to me? And then for a long time, people would tell me, well, why not you? You know, we have that cliche, well, why not you? Right. Well, why not me? Because I was doing everything the word told me to do. That's why not me, right? And so for a long time, I felt angry. But then I had to sit back and ask myself, who am I without my story? Who am mm-hmm. I without the trauma? Who was I without all of the things that happened to me, the disparities that happened to me in my life? Who was I? And I think by asking myself that question was groundbreaking, right? It broke up the follow ground in my life to discover who I actually was becoming. Not dealing with the traumas of my childhood, then feeling like, okay, I, I met the love of my life. And my life is now perfect. It's going exactly how I wanted to. But then when something else hit me in life, it knocked me so far down where I wanted to kill myself because I didn't really dig up those deep-rooted issues of my past. And then when it hit me to say, okay, you now lost the love of your life. What are you going to do? Are you going to lay down and allow life to swallow you up? Or are you going to get up and use your voice, heal, to become a whole woman to help others along their journey? And I think that question, who am I, really set the foundation to my process of healing. It really set the foundation. And a lot of people don't want to ask themselves that question because their answer would probably be, I don't know. Or they'll give you all of these titles. Well, I'm a mother. 
Well, I'm a widow. But I didn't ask you your title. I asked you, who are you? I began to discover that I was angry. I began to discover that I was compassionate, that I was actually loving, that I was hurt, that I felt abandoned, that I was rejected. So I had to deal with all of those things. And dealing with all of those issues in my life, I began to heal. And my healing process was so beautiful. There was beauty in my brokenness, but there was beauty that was discovered in my healing. And now I stand before you a whole woman. And in this whole woman, I'm able to reach out to those other widows to say, listen, the sun will shine tomorrow. Give it enough time. It will come out. You may not see it right now. You may be angry. You may feel like you were robbed. But the sun will shine if you just keep on living. Take the opportunity to heal. That's what I say. Yes, Byrie. Thank you so much. You know, when you said there is beauty in my brokenness, that really did resonate with me. Why? Because when you ask the question, who am I? Often people think about the positive things, right? If they can't necessarily answer it, they think about the positive things, but you are raw, uncut, and honest with the emotions and the things that you are feeling within that moment. And that ultimately led you to your sense of healing. Like you said, it was very transformative. So even when you asked that question, I thought to myself, I'm like, well, dang, who who is Janae? You know, you you made me think about who am I? And outside, again, outside of those titles, outside of your career, outside of being a a mother or a wife or a daughter or a career woman, who are you as an individual and being raw and uncut and honest? And when you're truly honest with yourself, you connect those dots. And despite those setbacks, Mm -hmm. despite those barriers, despite the hardships, despite the loss, the confusion, the anger, you are able to find out who you were and then empower others. That is such a transformative story. And again, by you being so honest, I think that your story will continuously empower so many individuals, man, woman, non-binary. However, you can always connect with something that will resonate within you, right? despite what has happened within your life. I think honesty is the key. Transparency. Even if you don't want to be transparent with others and you're not there yet, it's important to be honest with yourself because you can only lie to yourself for so long. Because the more you lie to yourself, the more you'll stay stuck. And no one wants to live a stuck, unfulfilled life, right? You want to live a life that's actually fulfilling and purposeful. And the only way you can live a fulfilling, purposeful life is to be honest and transparent with you first. To be honest and transparent with you first. Yes, you are dropping so many gems. And I know that this story is going to empower so many other individuals who are tuning in. And we've already talked about the power in storytelling or speaking truth into power and hearing and sharing these relatable stories and experiences. And you mentioned your two self-published books. My New Starts Now, Wounded, Widowed, and Winning. So I want others to know how can they purchase your book and learn more about who you are. Yeah, so they can find me at my website. It's www.viorybrandon.com. They can also find Wounded, Widowed, and Winning on Amazon.com, but they would have to go under books. (laughs) 
Um, and you can also follow me on all social platforms at I am Viery, which is V-I-O-R-E-E. Yes. And what's next for Viery? I, I know you have so many upcoming projects and things. Tell us a little about what's next. Sure. Oh, my God. So currently I'm in Tampa, Florida, and I'm at a, a conference called Camp Widow. And that is funded by Soaring Spirit, um, Michelle Ness Hernandez. And I was a presenter here talking to widows and widowers about how they can win after loss. And after this, I'll be speaking tomorrow on Facebook Live for Truth Center International. And I will be talking about the woman, the warrior, and the winner. You can find it tomorrow at 9 a.m. Then I have, what do I have coming up? I have so many great things coming up. I was made top 100 women in business you can also find that on my website for diversity and leadership i also just did a podcast called shades of content i think that podcast is so phenomenal and so on everything else you can find on my social media platform there you have it folks Viree, thanks you so much for sharing your story please please i encourage everyone to follow Viree on social media visit her website purchase her books you have expounded on so much. This has been such a fruitful conversation. And again, within sharing your story, I know, I know for a fact that you will encourage others to heal. So thank you again for joining. Thank you so much, Jay, for having me. I really appreciate it. Definitely, definitely. And for anyone that is listening and closing Y'all always remember your story is not solely for you. It's meant to be shared with others and provide hope to those facing similar situations. You don't have to be ashamed or afraid to share your story. You are a victor. You are a winner and you will not be defeated. You declare growth and prosperity over your life and troubles don't last always. You are brilliant, bold, and beautiful. You are her. Her heroic, empowering, and resilient. And if you are empowered or motivated in any way, please tell a friend to tell a friend. Her story is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at herstory underscore podcast and Facebook at herstorypodcast. Again, this is Jay Jameson, and we are out.